So a lot of Houston. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what they're trying to change because there's such a mass amount of people coming here. As I read, like two million extra people are supposed to be moving here in, in I don't know how many x amount of years. But assuming Taxes that, are a blessing, man. Oh yeah, compared to California, Pro- New property York. land and all that kind of crap, it's just it's cheaper here. Mm-hmm. It's better that way, and then they can hire better employees, have a better infrastructure. Because I know that Google wanted to, and then Tesla was just like, I'm going to move. Like, this is, we're done with this. But yeah, Google built that nice campus in Austin, which is really, really, really nice. Yeah, that's huge, too. It's a huge one. That's made to make people live there, basically. Of course, man. But, I mean, I don't even know if I would want to do that. I was lucky enough to be in the Google headquarters in Dublin, and just admiring, like, what they've created is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, they have restaurants, they have a club. They have a gym. It's like the biggest one because so, it's a headquarter European, but just ridiculous, man. Like one of my friends is an employee there, obviously that's what we got in, but it's just like, man, I it doesn't feel right leaving. I yeah. have everything I need here. And it that's feels exactly, good for like the yeah. first few months, I'm sure, but after a while I don't know how much like you can saturate. I mean they got video games, they got flying simulators, the best of the best. They want you to stay there. VR. They want you to live there. Yeah, that's it, what literally. I know one person that's one of our clients, their daughter works for the cloud program. She doesn't code, so like the only co- like position you can have there is like selling for the cloud. So she offered me to check to have a tour of the campus in Austin. I definitely like to check it out because I've heard a lot about it. Dude, totally should. Yeah, and then I did. I did an event for a bunch of Google people that sold the cloud here in Houston. Nice. That was interesting. I got one person's contact, but he just was. I think he was like more or less slightly buzzed. Just yeah. I was just like, let me check out the campus in Austin. It's like, yeah, I worked on <laughs> like sick man. And that's the funniest like interactions that you have with people. When you're in a networking situation and they're kind of tipsy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's like it's the good part about that. It kind of like makes it more or less. They're not lying. They're more upfront and honest at times. Right. And then and they forget like, about it sometimes. Yeah. But you don't want to like make them pass that threshold, you know? Of course. You want to like uh, initiate that or more or less plant the seed of an idea in someone's head before they get drunk. So they know because they're going to wake up knowing something at least. Right. When you get blackout, it's more or less like after it happens. So, so I, I mean, like I pick and choose who I see. I make my conversations as a tender for that, mm-hmm. but it just depends on situations like that. Because I do my best to try to get like know as many people as I can and see what I can nitpick out of them. But there's been some people, and then most of them just kind of like you notice on their body language, it's just it's not worth it. You yeah. just try to nitpick them for the cash you can get from them now. That's a good like observational skill to have. It helps. To really be able to pick out you know, who's really kind of open. And some people really close themselves off because they get too much of it. Yeah. You know, they get so much of it that they realize, well, if I you know, maintain my body language a certain way, yeah. I can kind of weed out the people that are going to potentially approach me. Exactly. I mean, you're supposed to start the conversation without like approaching it as in like in a jobby, more or less, yeah. way. Because these people are coming out to like have a good time and try to get away from reality, more or less. So you try to like sneak in reality within unreality. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. So, kind of blend the two in. A lot helps. of people just want ask. You know, they just want to ask, ask, and ask. Yeah. That's well, I mean, and the, what builds you up to that, in my opinion, is just like being able to be courteous to anybody and being able to. It's confidence and courtesy, in my opinion. I agree. I think it becomes much easier when you keep it natural 
that's kind of the structure of my podcast as well. You know, yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but we've been going, and this is kind of how I do it. Just yeah. supernatural, having a conversation, no, no structure to it, no intent behind it, no right. particular like intent that highlights you know individual gain. That's good. If that makes sense. No, it does. It definitely does. Because you can just talk about anything and anything can just span out from it. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But in terms of networking, I think it's also valuable because a lot of times people have this elevator pitch and we're taught this, you know, in business courses or whatever. Or in general, too, like you have to have an elevator pitch, like talk about yourself, tell, tell the people who you are, what you do, and just have that sort of ad ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's not really valuable in terms of the real world Not in most anymore. cases because people are so desensitized to it they realize like I mean we look at Instagram and like it's it's a visual elevator pitch of like this is the best version of me that I'm putting out and everyone knows that it's that very thing so people are desensitized to its impact and the same thing happens in networking where they just know like okay you're bullshitting for 30 seconds so I give you 5 more minutes and then Sometimes the truth comes out and sometimes that turns into an opportunity. True. I think what's like one thing about social media and like the biggest like conflict that it has and the way that you described it is that the problem with people is that like like you said, like the 30 seconds of like making yourself look really good in that moment. But then we get so used to that 30 seconds. It's like how long can you be with that for like the lifespan? You know, it just like it puts like a full mask effect on there and then realizing what it's not meant, what it's like the mask is not actually it kind of destroys the whole idea of it. It does. It really, yeah. I mean, like I've been recently kind of like stirring away from more or less social media because there's been a lot of the hysteria that's been going on and all the problems in the world. Yeah. But like, I mean, there's people that just say one thing and it's kind of like, what? (laughs) So it's kind of, it's just like at this point you just... I'm more or less just kind of getting away from that in an aspect of just trying to get away from the news coverage of it. And I know there's an algorithm that like pulls and feeds whatever you don't want to see, basically. But I mean, it's it just, fucked up thing. it is, it really is. I mean, like I, in days now, like to be honest, pulling from Silicon Valley, the show, like it's the idea of a, uh, like, what is it called? Well, like a non-restricted, non-censored internet that has no authoritarian people that look over upon it, which clearly is the states that has an authoritarian to the internet. I mean, you think it's like, you know, a free pass highway, but realistically, no. it really isn't. We've seen, we've seen sort of the, the, the essence of that bleed out into the normal world yeah. through conversation and through like whistleblowers or instances, but... I think people still don't fully understand, including myself, the the, the way everything works. Like yeah. the algorithms are designed for you to create these bubbles and echo chambers, mm-hmm. so you stay within certain communities and certain ways of thinking. Yeah, the, the, that's, that's also like I mean, like even if you don't even think that way, it kind of just tries to push that towards you. Pretty like much. there's no there's no stopping it, and then like there's it's just constant like bash. There's no, like, in-between at this, at this point. Because, like, you know, usually when you're scrolling through feeds and whatnot, you see, like, there is an in-between. There is the politics side. There's the animal side. There's the funny videos, the memes, mm. and then, like, food stuff. But things are deteriorating like that. It's just constantly bash. 
And the biggest issue, in my opinion, now is that like there's so many people like you know like the whole cancel culture that's happening. I mean, it is like controversial to speak about it, but there are certain points, in my opinion, like. We talk. I mean, like the biggest problem is that we talk about one certain group, but we don't put a whole group into it, like every other one. You know, like there's certain people that be mean to certain people. There's ways that we act and all that kind of crap. But I mean, what's going on right now in today's world? I just think that the idea of it is never going to vanish. Like it's it's in the back of our heads. But that's the problem with technology right now is that there's so many people that are new to it, and there's so many kids getting their hold on it. They're just you know. Instagram instantly like starting something, spreading something. Yeah. You know, they're not actually reading behind what they're posting. They're not actually seeing what their opinion is actually going forth. You know, right. they're not even developing that. No, but the problem of the the climate or what exactly. they see and think is the right move to make. Exactly. I mean, we've seen the abundance of like meme culture. I think that's the number one most sort of popular thing on Instagram right now, besides the. The constant thirst traps yes. that are obviously being used to capitalize off of men's, you know, weaknesses and women. That yes. goes both ways, but primarily, if if we had to make an observation from an objective point of view, it is primarily women that are doing that. Sure. But you know, it's interesting to see that that meme culture it does not have a barrier to entry. Like no. the thirst traps have some sort of barrier, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. you have to be of a certain age. There should be like an actual like platform for it more not like like a, well setting up something that's like brings a future towards it but like at least a requirements and restriction base because be. when you so nowadays more or less in my opinion going for like the internet just as a whole is that like you know post uh pre my bad pre-covid is you don't see many people staying home and doing nothing and having the urge to you know surf and consistently surf right yeah because that just brings boredom and um, now that we're all home having nothing to do and being restricted to go out and you know do socializing things we have to result to online virtual things and people like to ponder a lot of people like to ponder and then when they ponder they forget like simple high school college look up your uh, resources and at least check it just to make sure you start mm-hmm. like actually believing in and becoming an expert about it right but i think that's what most people need to have like a full lesson about like please like mm-hmm. read before you speak like this is bad <laughs> you, know, you know what the problem with that is right like they they would do that if the sort of speed of response didn't true matter. you're right because you're, it's, you're absolutely it's like right. how quickly you respond is in direct correlation with how many likes and engagement you're going to get exactly. or how much engagement you're going to get. And so that often blurs like the lines between fact and opinion. And sometimes people get away, most times people get away with it. Sure. Most, you know, sometimes they're, they kind of preemptively jump the gun or, you know, prematurely ejaculated. Sure. And then they get, they get caught in the consequences where people destroy them exactly or just slightly more knowledgeable yeah i mean that will on the surface level seriously though like it's just at this point now that everybody is becoming like a full-on expert i mean like for an example like yesterday i had um well a few days ago more or less like the graduating progress of this week like you mm. know the, the problem with um the hispanic girl that lost away that was recently missing and then found remains and then was found to be you know in a controversial situation between finding the officer breaking into an armory room or something like that so brings me to my point about how you know people are finding out things i have a buddy that's 25 years old that's just found out about like you know world news 
Really? Yeah. And then like when you really look through world news, that's like the actual depression hitter right there. Like you start to like really see how bad things are. And he just got a grasp of that. Like he, this isn't fair. Like they shouldn't be doing that. I'm just like, dude, we're humans. Like we're susceptible mm-hmm. to making mistakes. And then when we have people in power, those mistakes can have repercussions that can destroy and demolish countries, cities, and just tribes and people and just anyone. In general. Look at what's happening in Yemen. You know, it's just it's shit. And, it's and I mean, like even like in just. I mean, like, for an example, the stuff that's going on 2,000 years ago and still to this day, there's arguments about land. I mean, like, seriously, come on, man, just share it. Who cares? And then, like, there's, there's a church. I specifically, like, saw this. And then, like, there's a church that's owned by six different religions in Jerusalem. Really? And there's a ladder on that church that's been there for hundreds of years. They have not touched this ladder because all six religions did not agree to move the ladder. Like, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I'm not bashing the point of it. I get it. It's a holy site, and they don't want to do anything because they might have disagreements to how do you paint that or if you should resemble this course, and that, course. you know? But, I mean, an overall tense of this is that, like, I think there should be a rewritten code of conduct for people in these days. This is a different might be a little too late. Yeah, I mean, we're very late, but at least yeah. we can get something started so people can at least start going to a customization towards it, I assume. I think so, but I think with the amount of variables that we have, and, you know, as human beings, it's hard to really determine or generalize how most human beings feel, okay. think, and analyze information and have opinions. Like, you know, we have these personality types, and we... we try to do our best to categorize human behavior, but it's so complex, we don't even know how our brain works. Oh, I'm sure. Truly, you can't account for every single neuron that's firing in your brain, and until you can do that, I mean, the analogy to make here that's appropriate is like weather. We can't really accurately predict weather patterns, and the reason why that is is because we don't have, we can't account for each molecule in the atmosphere. I wonder if we can progress to that point. I think it's, it's kind of, kind of impossible. To really, because you would have to track every individual molecule and and predict based on the interaction that that molecule would have given, you know, the circumstances surrounding the molecule. Like that's sure. too in depth, and that's how our brain works to an extent with the billions of neurons, you know, however many neurons and atoms that we have. Like there's too too many complexities, and we we I think so far we've done fairly well compared to you know humans 500 or you know even a thousand years ago we're adapting to different things so this is like a very very thin narrow slice of where we are right now and this is just going to be a flash if you if you play like a timeline mm-hmm. of all of humanity it's just nothing. this is a flash of like a clusterfuck of all sorts of things going on and but in reality it's just like this is just a normal time yeah. because like right now there was like i had a somebody tell me a really good point that we're in an age that we can find information at the fastest point ever. Yeah. I mean, you could say that in like World War II when radios were being bl- blasted for what's exactly. going on, the same position, but it's not as quick. It's there's we can go through twenty thousands of different information uh, like sites and stuff like that within minutes by just scrolling yeah. and reading headlines. It just depends on how you perceive it. Right. Like, what is the consumption of information? Right. right? The definition of that is is kind of abstract right now because. You could, like you said, you could read a headline and be like, well, I know about five different things that are happening in the world. Or you could really spend two hours researching one particular thing and not be aware of everything else. And then you look like a moron in front of morons. 
essentially. But you look very smart in that specific sort of discussion about that specific topic. And that's the problem. It kind of ties into perception as well. People want to look multifaceted and they want to look knowledgeable about all sorts of things. Right. But not really specializing. You know, this is kind of a debate, obviously. As human beings, we're not designed to be specified creatures. I think that's for insects. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as human beings, we, we have the ability to look at different things and consume information and just kind of become a conglomerate of ideas, thoughts, feelings, emotions. But when it translates to putting stuff out, I think we need to take a little bit more accountability. We need to take our time. We're rushing. That's a fact. 